Smartcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to All Things Creepy. I'm your host, Micah James, and this week I am covering 50 different haunted locations in the U.S. And it is going to be a little bit on the longer side, so I'll try to keep this. This is a little bit like a Sparknotes version, just very quickly in and out sort of thing because there are 50 different locations we got to cover this week. With that being said, if there's a specific topic you want me to cover more in depth, please reach out to me. And if you choose the $3 tier on my newly published Patreon page, you can make fan requests directly there, and I will try my best to prioritize those requests over others. So we're going to start with Tuscaloosa, Alabama, with the Drish House. This was the home of married couple John and Sarah Drish. John was said to be an alcoholic, And during one of his drunken stupors, he had felt his death from the second floor balcony in 1867. I couldn't find any causes of death for Sarah, but she reportedly does still haunt the house and lights fires around it as well. Usually in fireplaces, but I have read that she starts them elsewhere as well. In Seward, Alaska, you can see the old James Lee home for children. It was originally a school for Native kids, but ended up turning into an orphanage during the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic. It saw significant damage during the earthquake in 1964, leading to permanent closure. There are no records to back this up, but supposedly many died during this disaster. Because it was an orphanage, As you can imagine, if these reports are true, a lot of children died. Because of that, you can hear them laughing and playing. There have also been shadows seen passing by the windows when no one else is supposed to be in there. The Burt Cage Theater in Tombstone, Arizona was once a saloon and brothel. The walls are riddled with more than 140 bullet holes 
and there have been reports of yelling, laughter, and loud music. I couldn't find any information on any specific ghosts that haunt this theater. We are going to be talking about a lot of hotels, so one of the the first one that we're talking about today is the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. It was built in 1886 as a hotel for the rich, but it eventually turned into a cancer treatment building in 1937 by con artist Norman Baker. He kind of went like from what I could find he would try to do like alternative medications and as you can imagine a lot of people died under his care and now eight identifiable ghosts are have been seen wandering halls and now this hotel claims the title of America's most haunted hotel. When you talk about San Jose California or even California in general it's hard to not mention the Winchester Mystery House and this house deserves its own episode all on its own. Let me give you some basic information. It was built by Sarah Winchester, who claimed that she was haunted by all those who were killed by Winchester weapons. She decided to build this confusing house as a way to hopefully stop spirits from bothering her. There are stairs leading to nowhere and doors opening to brick walls, among other things. The Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado might sound and look familiar if you have seen pictures and it should as this hotel gave inspiration to Stephen King for The Shining. He ended up staying at this very hotel and room 217 gave him a lot of inspiration because if you remember in the book or the movie this lady comes out of the bathroom kind of looking rotted and she was staying in room 217 and it kind of makes sense because this room plus a staircase nearby has been dubbed the vortex as this tends to be the most active area. There have also been reports of Freeland Stanley, who is the founder of the hotel and the Stanley Steamer Company. He's just been seen walking around. He hasn't really been reported to be violent or anything. He's just been seen around. There's a lot of places that I could have chosen in Connecticut. I live in Connecticut myself, and I live by two or three different haunted places within five minutes of me. But I decided to go with the Union Cemetery in Easton, Connecticut. A white lady haunts the grounds. Now it's debated who this ghost is specifically. It's either a mother of a boy. The boy was, is said to be buried in the graveyard and this mother is looking for her boy. Or the ghost is that of a young woman who was hit by a car near the cemetery. So it kind of just depends on which source you believe and if you've experienced anything based on what you've experienced. In Delos, Delaware City, Delaware, I kind of went a little bit redundant, but I went with Fort Delaware. It's specifically located on its own island called Pea Patch Island. It supposedly held pirates before coming a Union outpost during the American Civil War. It used to house thousands of Confederate prisoners, and these Confederate prisoners are said to still haunt the dungeons. They're still trying to escape. In Key West, Florida, there's a lot, but I decided to go with Robert the Doll's home of Fort East Martello Museum. If you know anything about Robert the Doll, he's this really creepy-ass doll that I can talk about for maybe like another hour, but we won't do that. This doll was a gift to a young boy. The boy was also named Robert. Robert the Doll would cause lots of trouble and, and had convinced Robert the human to go by his middle name of Gene. 
In the museum, though, specifically, it is said that Robert the doll changes facial expressions, he giggles, and sometimes causes pain to some people. And I've heard that if you're going to take a picture of him, you have to ask for permission before you do it. If you're ever in Savannah, Georgia, you can see the old Candler Hospital. I couldn't find out what kind of hospital it was, but based on stories that I've read, it's just, it was just like a general hospital where and patients reportedly haunt the halls. There's also a big tree outside that has a lot of activity known as the hanging tree. A lot of people were hanged and you can I've read somewhere that like people see will sometimes see like shadowy figures being hanged and all that other stuff. Iolani Palace in Honolulu, Hawaii was the palace of the last Hawaiian royal family before America stole that state. Reports of the queen are said to haunt the palace. Um, I did try to look up uh, proper pronunciations. If I can find it, I will stick it in here for the proper pronunciation of the queen's name. I don't want to come off as disrespectful, so I will try to find a, a proper pronunciation. But she was imprisoned in the palace. It really depends on the source. Some say well, falsely, others will say not so falsely due to uh, helping plan an insurrection uh, against the American government. Next, we move on to the old Idaho penitentiary in Boise, Idaho. Depending on the source, the building of the penitentiary was finished in either 1970 or 1972. It was once home to 13,000 prisoners, many of who were had helped build the jail. So if that wasn't bad enough, building the place you were going to be imprisoned, the conditions were just completely awful. They were absolutely inhumane, which led to riots. There was a riot, a specific riot in 1973, which burnt much of the prison down and has since been closed. If I remember properly, you can take a tour there. This is the only zoo on the list, but the Lincoln Zoo Park in Chicago, Illinois, used to be a burial ground between 1843 and 1859. Many people believe that there are still 12,000 bodies buried underneath the grounds. And the thing that kind of backs this up is that visitors to the zoo, as well as staff members, have seen people in Victorian-era clothing around the park in various places. The Steps Cemetery in Benton, Indiana, is home to a ghost of a woman in black. The legend states that this lady in black lost her infant, dug it up from the grave, and took her own life not long afterwards. This is another location that I can talk a lot about, and that is the Villisca Axe House in Villisca, Iowa. It was home of the Moore family. There were six members of the family, the parents, and their four children. On June 9th, they had two house guests, friends of one or two of the children. They had invited them over after church one day for a sleepover. And in the early morning of June 10th, 1912, 
The family plus the two house guests were brutally murdered with an axe. It was it is unknown who did it, but the leading suspect is a traveling minister from a nearby congregation. Atchison, Kansas is home to the Sally House. Legend states that a physician had operated and tortured a young girl named Sally to death. That's the legend. However, in reality, people say that the story is probably more closely to that of a mixed diagnosis for a young girl named Sally. She was misdiagnosed with one thing, which ended up unfortunately leading to her death from complications. Now, Sally support supposedly haunts this house. Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky. This is another, just like, at least in the U.S., is a very famous haunted place, so I couldn't not include it. It originally opened in 1910 and operated as a sanatorium for tuberculosis patients between the 1930s and the 1960s. It closed down in 64, 65, right around there, when an antidote for TB was discovered. It is now said that they that it is haunted by former patients. If you watch American Horror Story, you probably know about the La Lorie Mansion in New Orleans, Louisiana. Season 3, I believe, Coven features this mansion in case you don't know anything about it it was home to delphine lalaurie in the mid 1800s she was known to be super cruel especially to enslaved people her third husband died under very suspicious circumstances and what kind of revealed lalaurie's just very vicious behavior was a kitchen fire. I can go into a lot more detail of this because there's just a lot of stuff in regards to this. Maine has a lot of places that I could talk about, especially with the fact that Stephen King was born in Maine. Very specifically, he was born in Bangor, Maine, so it was very hard for me to choose just one place, but I chose the Mount Hope Cemetery. It is known as the second oldest garden cemetery in America. If you ever see pictures of it and you've watched Pet Cemetery, some places might look familiar to you. I wouldn't be surprised because the movie adaptation of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, some scenes were filmed. There have been unexplained cold spots and other paranormal sightings. In Bowie, Maryland, you can find a Goatman on Fletcher Road. The Goatman is something that I can probably do an episode on again, but specifically for the one in Fletcher Road, the legend states that a mad scientist spliced together the DNA of a goat with his assistant to make this Goatman. The creature is now said to wander the woods surrounding Fletcher Road and attacks people with an axe. Kind of continuing with the axe theme, next is the Lizzie Borden House in Fall River, Massachusetts. If you're in the U.S., especially in New England, you probably know that rhyme. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax, and when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. In actuality, she gave her stepmother, I want to say right around 19, I think her father also got like right around there 
maybe less, but it was definitely nowhere near 40. Lizzie's father and stepmother were found dead specifically on August 4th, 1892. It is technically still unsolved, but many people, especially during that time, believe that it was Lizzie. She very much resented her stepmother and then eventually learned to resent her father for marrying this woman. Mackinac Island in Leland, Michigan has just an overall... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Very haunting history, but the three big things that led to this island being haunted is includes uh, the forced migration of the Ottawa natives, witch hunts, and two bloody battles during the War of 1812. The Palmer House in St. Louis, Minnesota used to be a brothel and is said to be haunted by the workers. Lucy is the most well-known ghost and lives in room 17. While she was still alive and a woman of the night, she had faced many abuses. She absolutely hates when people sit on her chair and all that. You won't necessarily die. I haven't seen anything about people reporting death, but there I've seen stories of her just being overall just very unwelcoming. In Natchez, Mississippi, you can visit the King's Tavern. It was built in the late 1700s. There's no proof to back this up, but the legend states that three bodies were found behind a fireplace and the building is now haunted by these three people. The thing is, the South is just riddled with haunted places, so it could literally be the haunting of anybody. It could be anybody's ghosts who, who are haunting. Main Street in St. Charles, Missouri is very haunted. Um, the legend that they have surrounding this uh, dates way back to the 1850s with a cemetery being dug up. There were no bodies found in the graves, so it's just like a mystery about like why there was uh, like a grave site there in the first place. I couldn't find a lot of information on it myself. But again, like I said, this is kind of like the Spark Notes version. So I'm going to look into this further and potentially do an episode. The Fairweather Inn in Virginia City, Montana is said to be haunted by children. These children are often very harmless. They just move your luggage. You can hear them playing and giggling at all hours. Just getting to like normal children mischief. It is also said to be haunted by a seemingly bitter-behaved nun. I couldn't find really find any information on her like at all, besides the fact that she's better behaved than the children. Seven Sisters Road in Oto County, Nebraska, is labeled on L Road on different maps and is located right south of Nebraska City. A lot of people have reported hearing screams, especially of women. 
there have been other reports of cars stalling and headlights just flickering and just general car troubles. The history is heavily debated. No one knows exactly why these hauntings happen. But the leading legend states that a man had hanged all seven of his daughters or sisters, depending on the legend, on seven different trees. These trees are now gone after this uh, after this road was built. Town Hotel in Tonopah, Nevada, is the home is home to a collection of two thousand clown dolls, and it is located right next to a rundown cemetery. So if clowns didn't creep you out enough, you also have that. However, this motel has recently been renovated, renovated, and the owner has really like leaned into the whole like haunt, like scary thing. And some of the rooms are now horror themed. There have been reports of ghosts, but many are said to be very friendly. So if you visit, the only thing that there to creep you out is the rundown cemetery and the. 2000 clown dolls blood cemetery in hollis new hampshire is officially named pine hill but locals call it blood cemetery because of their famed or maybe infamous resident abel blood abel has been seen around the cemetery in various locations but especially around his gravestone speaking of his gravestone there is a carving of a finger pointing up but there are rumors that that say that it points down at night, potentially indicating where he really is, aka hell. Seabrook Wilson Homestead in Monmouth County, New Jersey. I could have easily chose Pine Barrens, but that as, as soon as I started looking more into that, that it, it was just like that would take up more than half our time here. So, Sea Seabrook Wilson Homestead, I chose. It was built in 1689 and gained the nickname of the Spy House because legend says that it had operated as an inn during the Revolutionary War. A lot of British troops would visit and get drunk, and the more drunk they got, the more they gabbed plans. The more they, they just got very loose-lipped. There have been at least seven different spirits seen around the homestead. Kimo Theater in Albuquerque, New Mexico is said to be haunted by a young boy named Robbie or Bobby Darnell. He died during a boiler explosion in 1951. He was also known for playing tricks before plays on some of the actors, and it is said that he still kind of does stuff. Uh, he plays some of these tricks sometimes. Staff, The staff and some of the actors have taken up leaving donuts for the boy before the shows. United States Military Academy in West Point, New York looks creepy. Um, cadets and others have reported seeing the paranormal happening, have seen paranormal happenings around campus. The most famous and probably the most identifiable is Colonel Thayer's maid, Molly. She is said to haunt the basement of Quarters 100. Biltmore Estate in Asheville, North Carolina, sits on 8,000 acres of land and was built as a summer home for George Vanderbilt and his wife Edith in 1895. George has been seen in the library, which is supposed to be his favorite spot in the house. Edith is said to wander the halls and has been heard calling out for George, trying to find him. There have also been reports of a orange cat just walking around. 
a ghostly apparition of an orange cat. Right, the only library on our list is the Harvey Public Library in Harvey, North Dakota. The land the building now sits on used to belong to the Eberline Bentz family. In 1931, Sophie, the lady of the house, was bludgeoned to death by her husband. The husband told the police, the husband told the police that his wife had died from a car accident. However, Sophie's daughter told a completely different story. Now there have been reports of computers glitching, things moving, and lights flickering. Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio. It's a reformatory, so as you can well imagine, a lot of prisoners had stayed there. Pris it was opened in 1890 as a reformatory for violent prisoners who were too dangerous to be released to the public. Eventually, the prison had to accept other and oftentimes more violent prisoners. It eventually became overcrowded, which led to riots and prisoners going missing. These missing prisoners would be found murdered in various places by the guards. It is now, it did end up closing down completely in 1990. It is now haunted by both prisoners and guards alike. Kane's Ballroom in Tulsa, Oklahoma is said to be haunted by the country singer Bob Willis. Every single year, a birthday party is held for Bob on his birthday. But Bob's not alone. He does have the company of a lady in red. Pittock Mansion in Portland, Oregon was built and owned by Henry and Georgina Pittock, also as a summer home. The couple lived there for only five years before they ended up passing away. And both of them still, they just haven't left. They still live there. The Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania uh, was originally built to only house 250 prisoners. It was built originally in 1829. Eventually, the prison did end up holding more than 1,000 prisoners. Guards ended up turning sadistic and tortured prisoners in various ways and is now haunted by those who died there. If you ever go to Newport, Rhode Island, you can visit the White Horse Tavern. This is another one where there's no really, like, confirmation. But much like the South, New England is very haunted, so it could be possibly anyone. But the legend states that the two... Most identifiable ghosts are two, drif are two drifters who ended up showing up at some point in the 1720s looking for a room. By morning, both of them were gone one way or another. One of them was found dead by the fireplace and the other had completely vanished as if into thin air. People have reported chills by the fireplace. They got really chilly by the fireplace. Others have also seen sights of a man in the upstairs bathroom. Dock Street Theater in Charleston, South Carolina is just very much riddled with bad luck. It opened as a theater in, in 1736 before burning down. Then, the, then it had ended up opening up as a theater, which shut down because of the economy. 
Eventually, it opened up as an unemployment office in the 1930s. It is now back to a theater. There have been reports of a woman in a red dress. People say that she, that her name is Nettie and she had ended up working as a prostitute in her lifetime. Deadwood, South Dakota has a lot of haunted places, but I wanted it to narrow it down to one. So I chose the Bullock Hotel. It is said to be haunted by the namesake Seth Bullock. It, uh, he was the town's first sheriff. Guests and staff report smells of his cigars, uh, hearing his boots on the floors, and seeing his reflection in the mirrors. The Bell Witch Cave in Adams, Tennessee. I was going to choose something that... I wanted to choose something a little different, but this one just kept popping up in my research. But the Bell Witch is said to be a woman named Kate Batts. She is believed... She had believed that the Bell family cheated her out of her property, out of her property, so she cursed the family. The family experienced poltergeist-like activity and just hearing a bunch of stuff. She is said to still reside in a cave near the Bell's property. If you ended up taking anything from the Bell Witch Cave, be careful because it is believed that those objects are very, very cursed. Yorktown. Memorial Hospital in Yorktown, Texas, is an abandoned hospital. So if that's not creepy enough, the hospital still has the gurneys, beds, mirrors, and other medical equipment still in there. More than 2,000 patients have died before the doors closed in 1988. Moon Lake in High Uintas in Utah it is said that in the 1850s, 100-plus people were killed by a militia near the lake, and you can now hear the victims screaming. You can also see a ghost of a young girl at all hours of the day. She appears to look very wet and cold, and then she will mysteriously vanish right in front of your eye. Emily's Bridge in Stowe, Vermont was built in 1844. Again, this is another thing where it's more legend-based than it is fact-based, but it's said that a girl named Emily was supposed to meet her lover or her husband at a bridge. However, he never showed up. He just stood her up. So, unfortunately, Emily hung herself in despair right on that bridge. There have been reports of cars having unexplained scratches or being pushed on the bridge, and there have also been sightings of Emily. If it, even if it's not haunted, it's it's a very nice site. Like Vermont in general is just a very nice um, state. Um, if anything, you'll get very nice a very nice view. Next is the public hospital for person. The next one is the public hospital for a person of insane and disordered minds in Williamsburg, Virginia. It is said that there was an electrical fire in 1995 that claimed the lives of two patients. And it is said that those same two patients still haunt the grounds. The thing is, though, the treatment for these patients, for the patients before that, were just notoriously cruel. So any... I mean, like any hospital 
from way back when are just known to be just like super haunted. Thorn Castle in Lakewood, Washington was built by Charles Thorne in 1911. Well, it was completed in 1911 at least. He Charles built it for his bride, Anna. Both husband and wife have been seen around the castle. There has also been a young boy spotted around the property. Specifically, he's usually seen around the shore of the lake that's on the property. He is said to have drowned in that same lake. Weston State Hospital in Western Virginia is better known as the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Construction was finished in 1864. When it was originally built, it was meant to hold no more than 250 patients. That was the absolute limit. Soon it held over 2,000, though. So due to overcrowding and lack of food and just overall care, as you can imagine, things got, things just escalated. Patients ended up murdering each other. Some, some orderlies, I read somewhere that also got murdered and attacked. Just overall, the conditions were horrendous. So you can imagine that it's just, it's very, it's very haunted. Summerwind Mansion in Lando Lakes, Wisconsin, was built in 1960. Supposedly, the original owners of the mansion were attacked by a spirit of this strange man that they didn't know. I couldn't find any evidence of like who this spirit could have been. The second owners were was a family. They allegedly found the remains of one or two people in a crawl space. They ended up fleeing. Then the house ended up burning down in 1988. You can still see some of it still standing, but the house overall is just basically, except for maybe the foundation, is just, it's no longer there. Finally, we come to our last location, and that is the Historic Plains Hotel in Cheyenne, Wyoming. There have been many famous and sometimes infamous guests, uh, but the most recognized is Rosie. Rosie was supposed to stay in a honeymoon suite with her husband. However, her husband left her at a bar. Rosie ended up finding him in a different room with a prostitute doing things that only he should have been doing with Rosie. She killed both of them and went back to the honeymoon suite and ended up killing herself. Those are 50 haunted places. I do eventually plan on hitting a few other countries, doing episodes on like various haunted locations. I know uh, India, Mexico, those are three that I am pl- like actively planning on doing soon, hopefully. But uh, I don't want to guarantee when I put those out. But if you have any suggestions... Uh, I know I only named three other countries, but if there are places in your country, or hell, even if it's in your state, or if you're in the U.S., whatever, if there's a certain topic that you want me to talk about, reach out to me. Don't forget to uh, check out my Patreon. Help me out a little bit, (laughs) you know? Uh, All of my social media will also be linked in the show notes. I will 
see you guys i will see you guys next time have you ever wondered what actually happens in congress every day stay informed on capitol hill's daily happenings with a concise factual summary of the senate and house of representatives activities from the previous session free from bias on the congressional record daily digest podcast Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Cast. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour.